Claire. Claire. Here we are, back again. Oh my god, season two? We're so glad you came back for season two. I don't know who dubbed it season two. I can't remember if like, did you say like, we're doing season two? I forget where I saw this. Yeah, I I think I had just started putting everything in season one Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, start as awards, then we'll start like the next year. Yeah. And I was like, season two? Like, am I in a TV (laughs) show? I feel famous. Booked and blessed. Exactly. We're so glad to see that you guys enjoyed the Star Dazzle Awards. Yes, we loved having so many guests on and just like getting to share the results of the poll. Yeah. I think you guys made some very smart choices. A lot of support, of course, for our boy Raymond the Lifeguard. I think that was like the most anticipated category of the evening. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who would win Leading Lady either. And that was mm-hmm. like really a fun one for me because I think Elle Woods deserved it. I agree. I agree. But yeah, we, uh, we're very excited to head into this new season. Um, this is a request from Izzy to do this film. Yes. You've been waiting very patiently. We have finally reached the end of our schedule where we are able to <laughs> accommodate requests once again. And we also have a very special birthday shout out. A very special happy early birthday to Rakea, the big one eight. Very exciting. What an incredible time to be alive. Being 18, I remember it like it was yesterday. I really yeah. hope you enjoy maybe your senior year of high school. Yeah. Probably. I guess so. Yeah, enjoy it. You will never be this young again, Rakea. <laughs> happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Speaking of teens. Yes. The click. Guys. Oh my. <laughs> what, what, what? We actually, um, I guess you could say it was kind of like inspiration for us to start this pod. What's the click podcast called? Girls Like Us. Girls Like Us had a, started a whole podcast because of the click books. Yes. And there is a lot of fodder. Oh my gosh. Like I completely understand. So much. Yeah. I love the Girls Like Us show. Definitely check them out. I'll have them linked in the show notes, but They did a whole review of all the books. They've now moved on to Pretty Little Liars, I believe. I love that. Great to revisit some good old YA fiction of the middle school times. I personally was obsessed with The Click Mm -hmm. when I was in like seventh grade. It was very formative for me in an extremely toxic way. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny because I always – I knew that like the popular girls in my middle school Mm -hmm. read The Click and that was like – they were like, ha-ha, Massey, like Dylan, (laughs) da-da-da. And I read the first one and then I remember seeing the movie, didn't think it was a scarring. Now seeing it, I'm like (laughs) – yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. I like was not popular in middle school. So luckily my obsession with the books didn't translate into like me bullying anyone or anything. But definitely a lot of like the body image talk. Oh my gosh. It's probably not stuff I should have been reading when I was 12. And I know that Lisey Harrison like wrote a lot of it as satire. But unfortunately, I don't think that middle school girls really 
understand the satire. satire yeah yeah um and just kind of see it as like aspirational because you want to be like one of the pretty committee girls you don't want nobody wants to be claire oh yeah of course and it's not even yeah the bullying is like one thing but i'm also like watching it now if my daughter acted like massey oh my god no not acceptable you're gonna live like yeah. a, a fucking Amish person. You're like <laughs> phone gone, computer gone, television gone. Yeah, we did take a quiz mm-hmm. um, to see which character we both were. I got Alicia, which is so incorrect. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an Alicia. I'm probably Claire. Did you get Massey? I did get Massey. Yeah, I was also surprised. I was like, "Am I a gigantic bitch?" <laughs> I, I don't even know, like, none of my answers were memorable. Mm. I just picked, like, random things. So I was surprised that I got her. But yeah. that girl is, like, off her rocker. Well, like, Massey's just a very, very deeply insecure mm-hmm. character, like any 12-year-old girl Absolutely. is. Absolutely. I was so insecure in middle school. Oh, same. Yeah, I was just so insecure. I... I was also, like, friends with the popular girls, and then they, like, turned on me, Mm -hmm. and then they were super mean to me. Same. Love that narrative. Yeah. Um, Woman hating woman. (laughs) (laughs) They hate to see a girl boss winning. Brother, they freaking hate it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, like, the bullying shit. And then also just, like, the body image stuff with Dylan. Mm. It's so wild. To be, I would be so sad if my daughter felt like she had to be like a size four when she was 12. 12. Mm-hmm. This is like a young girl. Why should she even be thinking about what size she's wearing? Exactly. And the worst thing is that this is explored more so in the books as well, but like the mom is who is giving her oh, yeah. all of that pressure. It's like really fucked up because her mom works in like TV. She's kind of like a Kelly Ripa oh, really? like type where she has like her own show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real, real toxic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way I gobbled up these books is a transport. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do remember um, in one of the summer series books, because there's a summer series that follows each of the girls, like, on their summer. And the Massey one, she, like, interns at this fashion or beauty company or something. And, like, if you do well or, like, you reach a certain level, they give you, like, a purple streak in your hair. Mm-hmm. And I did buy a purple hair extension that I did used to wear, like, in homage to Massey. I also had, like, a blue one in homage to Aquamarine. So that that. that tells you just how cool I was uh, in middle school. I feel like it was chill to wear extensions in middle school. Like, yeah, it was the move. Yeah, very Tumblr-esque. What I have to say is, Good Luck Charlie with Bridget Mendler was the last good Disney Channel original series. I never saw Good Luck Charlie. I think that I think it came to Singapore a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So by the time I, like, we no longer had the Disney channels, like, when Good Luck Charlie was airing. It wasn't, like, even Steven's level. Mm-hmm. Like, that show was the tits. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a That's So Raven, Lizzie McGuire level. No. But I still think the characters were, like, sincere. I really like Bridget Mendler and her role. I thought she was mm-hmm. doing a great job. She's, like... Good luck, Charlie. Here's a tip yeah. about being like an adult or like a teen, whatever the fuck. 
Yeah. Also in this movie, we have uh, Vanessa Murano. We do. We do. Yes. I'm sure she's a lovely gal. Um, I like Sean Gilmore Girls. Is she always playing the annoying character who I can't stand? Yes. Yeah. Consistently. Switched to birth. The click. I mean, she's also, also weird in Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she does it well. She does. We also have What's-His-Face from 13 Reasons Why. We do have What's-His-Face. Um, Dylan something. What's his name? He plays Clay Jensen in the show. Another book that I was obsessed with in middle school. Oh, yeah. I read 13 Reasons Why, too. Yeah. Christine and I were talking about this. We're like, <laughs> I read 13 Reasons Why, and I was like – you never know. You never know what people like. It changed yeah. my life. When I was I like, was I'm freaking wise. I'm, yeah. I can see things, you know, that other people wouldn't expect. Someone's going through something. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You never know someone's story. It was like me walking around my middle school, just like staring at everyone, being like, is everyone okay? I was very dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Minette is his name. Okay. Yeah. I did watch like the first two seasons of 13 Reasons Why, which I don't recommend personally, but... I heard it was super graphic, and they had to, like, yeah. alter it. For a show about mental health, they really have a disregard for... Everyone's... <laughs> mental health of their viewers. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I watched... I rewatched The Click, like, at the beginning of last year, like, pre-pandemic even, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God. That's the guy from 13 Reasons Why as Claire's younger brother. Truly insane. Yeah. I think um, everyone should watch the movie. Absolutely. And think about what you were like in middle school. Totally. Totally. Without further ado, should we horseback (laughs) ride right into it? Hop on Brownie Massey's champion horse and head into it what's up with her naming things after food yeah because you have brownie bean yeah weirdly in the we'll get to it later we'll get to it later so we open up a simply gigantic westchester home this gorgeous estate we zoom in from the exterior to the interior to see a young massey block Mm -hmm. in her bed screaming dramatic she's basically yelling at her parents about how she doesn't want to go to the dinner that they're hosting tonight because she got invited to shelby i want to say like rexler shelby rexler's party mm-hmm. played by elizabeth gillies yes and it's the last party before the end of winter break mm-hmm And it's an eighth grade party, and they're the only seventh graders invited. So big deal. Huge deal. But apparently, the Block family is supposed to have dinner with the Lions, the Lions family. And Massey says, are the tigers and bears coming too? Oh, my. The attitude. Full equips, this girl. Mm -mm. She'd be slapped back to to 2000 (laughs) with that mouth. Yeah. (laughs) So... What we learn is Jay, Mr. Block's friend from business school, is moving here to Westchester from Florida, and he and his family will be staying in the guest house until they can afford their own place. Mm. So it's not really, like, discussed in the movie why they're having financial difficulties. But, yeah, I think that he's being super generous by letting them stay with him. Totally. I I don't think it's, like, a they're having financial difficulties thing. I think it's, like, 
William, who is Massey's dad, like, got Jay a job at his company and, like, they can't afford any of the houses in Westchester because, like, he has not been paid yet. And, like, I assume that the real estate is very expensive in the area type of thing. That makes, like, way more sense because he says that they went to business school together and I was like, Mm -hmm. are you implying that, like, he went bankrupt or something? I don't. So No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. So Massey decides to throw a fit – Her father says that she needs to be at dinner and she needs to be pleasant. So they're familiar with her Mm -hmm. awful, (laughs) god-awful attitude. Yeah. Then Bean walks in and Massey – That's her dog. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, like, pug, right? Yes, little black pug. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That dog looks so funny. And she walks over to her little wardrobe and opens it up and there's a mannequin with just, like, an amazing outfit on it. The Massykin, as it's called in the book. <laughs> that sounds like wretched. Yeah. Apparently it's like like modeled after her body. And even as a kid when I'd read that, I was oh, like Oh, I think I did read that. Yeah, I was like, but you're like grow you're gonna grow. Like your body's changing. That seems impractical to have like a cast of your body when you're smack in the middle of puberty. Absolutely. So she's like, look, Bean, at this amazing outfit I put together. Then Massey says that if she can't go to this party, no one can go to the party. And she calls up her three girlfriends, um, the pretty committee, Alicia, Dylan, and Kristen. And she tells them that Shelby Wexler got head lice. And that's why she chopped off her hair. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, she's like, Shelby has a pair of orange Crocs, and they're like, <laughs> ew. And she says that um, she wouldn't be caught dead at her party. And the girls are like, Ugh, me neither. So later that day, Massey is chilling by their indoor pool. That the indoor, <laughs> It's the indoor pool for me. Yeah. If you needed a show of wealth, it would be the indoor pool. Yes. This is somebody's real home. I was watching mm-hmm. Ellen Marlowe, who plays Claire. She did like a rewatch video reacting to the click. And <laughs> she said that this was like a real house. All the locations are real. Mm-hmm. And somebody just like has that into her pool. Amazing. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. So Massey is just, you know, reading magazines, hanging out when Kendra, her mom, comes in and tells her she should go get changed because the lions are almost here. Mm-hmm. And Massey is like, can I change the fact that they're going to be here? And Kendra... <laughs> She's asking for it. <laughs> both shaking her head. <laughs> so Kendra's like, all right, I'll make you a deal. If you can be pleasant and you're nice to Claire, then I'll let you go to the end of Shelby's party. And generous offer. And Massey's like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. So the lions arrive at the Block household, and Claire is awestruck by how big it is. She takes photos with her digital camera, and that is, yeah, bad first impression. (laughs) This is the thing. Like, should Claire be bullied? No, but maybe a little bit because, girl, what are you doing? Like, you know how to be a human. You don't just, like, take pictures of someone's house like it's – Epcot, which mm-hmm. Massey does say later on in the movie. So I'm like, let's rein it in, girl. Absolutely. The first impression goes poorly, and Massey sees them from her window and t- says to her dog, What's one step worse than a fashion don't? A fashion don't even think about it. And Claire is kind of looking like a hot mess. Yeah. How much fashion sense can you have at like 
13, but yeah, she is not going to be in for a good time. Yeah. Like, you can make overalls look cute. She doesn't do that, though. No. <laughs> so, downstairs, Massey's parents, you know, they greet the lions. Mm-hmm. Massey adjusts her extremely extra outfit in the mirror before she comes downstairs with Bean. She's wearing, like, stockings. Like She's wearing stockings with, like, capri What are they called? Cubots. <laughs> like, a... A freaking French military man. <laughs> yeah, they're not like flared, but they they are like knee length, like gray capris. Um, so she eventually comes downstairs. You know, she meets Claire, and Claire's like, "Yeah, my parents told me all about you." And Matthew's like, "That's funny. Mine barely mentioned you." Brutal. Uh, yeah. So Todd, Claire's little brother, starts petting Bean really aggressively. And Massey's like, he's a dog, not a baseball glove, and brushes him off. And Claire tries to make a joke, and she's like, sorry, he forgot to take his meds. Yikes. (laughs) Not a cool joke. (laughs) Massey's not impressed, but everyone else is like, ha, ha, ha. We're just trying to get along right now. Yeah. So at dinner that evening, Massey unwraps a gift from the blocks. I'm like, wow, so – oh, no, no, Sorry, a gift from the lions that they have given Mm -hmm. her, like – yes. I guess just, like, as a thank you. They haven't seen her in a while, whatever. Yeah, the gift is, like, a silver microphone charm for her charm bracelet because Massey has this, like, gorgeous, I'm sure, crazy expensive gold charm bracelet. So Mrs. Lyons is, like, I remember how one year your parents sent a Christmas card and it said that you wanted to be a singer. And Massey's, like, right when I was seven. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. I think this is also where Claire like takes her picture at the dinner that table with her digital correct. camera again. Claire, come on. You got to stop taking pictures of people that you don't want to um, piss off. Yeah. So Mrs. Block changed the subject and she's like, Claire, I heard that you were a top student. Massey, why don't you tell Claire about Octavian Country Day? OCG, as it's called. Yeah. Oh, Lisey Harrison. Big eye roll. It's not even funny is the issue. No, it's just like stupid. What? Yeah. So um, Massey starts talking about OCD and she's like, only one problem. No boys. I'm like, you are 13. <laughs> like you probably don't even wear a bra yet. And you're talking about how there's no boys at your school. Oh, my God. Bra panic. Do you remember bra panic in middle school? I had deep bra panic. (laughs) I didn't get a bra until I think I was, like, in seventh grade. But Mm. I don't have, like, huge boobs now. Like, I have, like, normal to smaller side boobs. But I had, like, pretty developed boobs Mm. when I was younger. I think I was, like, an early bloomer or whatever. And I remember this kid making fun of me because you could see, like, the outline of my breast. Like, you could clearly see, like, I had, like, tits. Yeah. And he, like, said something to me or, like, one of my friends was, like, oh, Michael says that he can, like, see your boobs. And I was, like, super upset. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, extremely flat-chested, and when I was in the sixth grade, I was friends with, like, some popular girls because I happened to, like, be put in their class, Mm -hmm. and they all had bras, and I didn't, and I remember they would, like, play this game. We would, like, be in the bathroom at lunch where they would, like, snap each other's bra straps, (gasps) 
And then for me, because I didn't have one, they were like, oh, for Christina, like, we'll just pretend. And I was, like, mortified. Oh, so my gosh. I asked my mom. I was like, can I get a bra? And she was like, I don't really think you need one. I was like, mom, you don't understand. Like, I need one more than anything. I, I want a bra. Like, Lizzie McGuire moment. I want totally. a bra. Yeah. <laughs> so I made her take me to get one. It was literally, like, a bra, a bra. Essentially a tank top cut in half that I was wearing. Like, it wasn't really anything. But I did get one. Here's a fun fact about me. I still wear um, the shelf bra tank tops that I got oh, when yeah. I was, like, younger. <laughs> yeah. That was essentially what I was rocking. And I remember when I got one and, like, went to school and then my friends were, like, doing anything. They were like, oh, my God, you have bra I was like, yeah, I have a bra now. <laughs> you ever hear of a training bra? Absolute joke. Yeah. Absolute yeah, joke. Why don't you just give me like a, a training chastity belt or like a why don't you just punch me in the fucking face while you're at it? Why don't you give me a, a training um lobotomy? <laughs> I was gonna say like a training like this man is sexually harassing you at work, but he's your boss. So here's what oh, you're like going a to training do. <laughs> video. I just meant more of like a training for like the inevitable like misogyny yes. that I'll face later on in yes, life. Yes, yes, yeah. Like a, a training bra isn't like a bike. Yeah. It's not fun. No. It's like a torturous. <laughs> oh, man. Lord. Anyway, <laughs> back to the click. So after receiving this gift, Massey's watch beeps and she's like, oh my God, Mr. Lyons, let me get that for you. And just starts clearing everybody's plates. Yeah. She grabs Todd's and he's like, you complete me. <sighs> Mm-mm. Leave Todd. We, this is a Todd Lyons slander mm-hmm. podcast. Um, he is so creepy and gross. Little pervy boy. Yeah. And he's even worse in the books. Like, if memory serves, he steals Massey's first kiss, like, again, w- with no consent. I don't like that at all. Which is just not cool. Not cool at all. So we don't like Todd. No. But anyways – Massey goes into the kitchen and Kendra follows her. Kendra's like, what are you doing? Like, they were still eating. And Massey's like, well, you said I could go to the end of Shelby's party. And, of course, that's when Claire walks in and she's like, a party? And Kendra's like, yeah. Claire, stop typing. <laughs> St- take a take a moment. Think about Read where you are. the room, my mm-hmm. girl. Oh, God. So Kendra's like, maybe Claire would like to go with you. The color drains from Massey's face. She's like, I must go. I yeah. must go to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, her mom is like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't feel well. I'm going to go to sleep. And she walks out. And Claire is like, good night, Massey. Hope it's nothing serious. Claire, Claire, Claire. How, how are you not picking up the cues? Ignorant. It's, it's- ugh. They don't – I don't feel for Claire <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> she's a, not a very likable protagonist. Yeah. Um, so Claire talks to her mom that night just about how great Massey looks. And she's like, can we please go shopping before school? And Mrs. Lyons is like, hey, like we got so many cool clothes in Florida. And Claire's like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> and she's like, it won't cut it here. I just want to fit in. So her mom agrees, and she's like, you know, maybe we can get you a sweater or two. Yeah, Claire doesn't want her TJ Maxx clothes, but you know what? I love a Maxinista. Yes. So then later, the next day, in the woods, 
Massey is riding her horse, mm-hmm. Brownie. She is a horse girl. Yes. Confirmed. Confirmed. But she's not made fun of because she, like, owns a horse, so it's not like... And she's rich. Yeah. And she's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So she's riding her horse when a boy <gasps> gallops past her, also on a horse. He doesn't like a gallop, but... The horse does. Yes. And she yells at him to watch where he's going, so he turns around to talk to her, and he calls her out for texting and riding. Illegal. Yes. He introduces himself. It's Chris Abley, also known in the books as Chris Babley, affectionately, of course. He does look like a babe if I were, if I were 12. In school yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has like the long hair. Very cute. So he then gives us a quick like two sentence exposition. So we know his whole deal. He knows who Massey is mm-hmm. because he used to go to her parents' charity auction every year. But he's been MIA because he was at boarding school the past few years until he got kicked out for partying. He's like, I did two lines of coke every morning, took an Adderall before a test, came back, crashed, vomited all over myself. I'm like, you're 14. What? You had like two PBRs in the fridge probably. And they were like, all right, you got to go. Bye-bye. Yeah. But he is back at Briarwood for high school. Yes. And Massey's like hmm, bad boy, that explains why you're on my (laughs) private trail. She's so bold. Oh, my God. Very much so. She's like a little flirt, flirt, da-da-da. He's like, my bad, I'll get off your trail. And she's like, no, 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 I insist. Use my trail. I love having guests. (laughs) And he's like, maybe I'll see you when I ride again on Saturday. And she asks him if he would like to ride together. And he's like, sure, it's a date. And – Rides off. Massey is, like, on top of the world. See, this is my issue with Chris Abley is, mm-hmm. like, you don't just say it's a date. You cannot like, tell anyone under <sighs> – no, I would say you can't tell anyone, period. Because even at, like, 22, mm-hmm. 25, I feel like if a guy told us who we were interested in, like, yeah. it's a date. It was like, it's a date. I'd be I'd like, be like <laughs> it's correct, it's a date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And, like – if we want to compare to um, our respectable king of the year, Raymond, who knows that these like younger girls are into him, but he doesn't like lead them on or do no, anything weird like, like that. Oh, they're so silly and cute. Let them live. Yeah. Raymond the lifeguard isn't like it's a date to Claire and Haley. So that's my issue with Mr. Abley over here. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we go back to Claire. She is at the mall with her mom. Her mom is trying to show her like some new clothes, but – then it's not cute. It's Mm-mm. not good options. And Claire is like reading from the OCD handbook, like, mom, excellence is expected. And like students are encouraged to express themselves through fashion. I'm like, what handbook is this? That's so weird. Yeah, definitely. But Claire ends up picking out a pair of white skinny jeans, very 2008. Mm-hmm. Mom thinks they're cute, but they're $62. And she's like, you know what? It just with the move and everything, it's way too expensive. Claire is like, okay, well, can I at least take a look next door at like the very fancy boutique? Yeah. Just wants to get some ideas. The mom's like, okay, fine. But after that, we're going to Old Navy. So Claire goes over to this lock store and she's looking through the items, stu- like super, you know, struck by all the expensive clothing pieces. Yeah. There's like a $400 vest or something that she looks yeah. at. Like, And who should – she see, but a member of the pretty committee, 
Dylan mm. talking to her mom. Her mother is berating her. And she's like, I will not be buying you those jeans in a size six. When you're a size four again, I'll buy you the jeans. Like Awful. You're poisoning your daughter. Poison. Yes. So Claire comes over and she's like, you know what? Moms just don't get it. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> and Dylan's like. Moms be shopping. <laughs> and Dylan's like, totally. And Claire's like, I have an idea. Why don't you switch the tags so your mom thinks that she's buying a size four when really it's a size six? And low-key, I'm like, because we've established that Dylan is not a size four. So does her mom just think they're her, like, goal weight jeans or what? Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. So Dylan's like, I love that idea. Thank you so much. And they kind of have a moment. They hit it off. Yeah. Then Alicia and Kristen, also members of the pretty committee, um, come out and they're like, <laughs> and Dylan runs off with them. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, there's a guy trying on women's clothes. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Is that okay. what they said? Yeah. All right. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't even begin with that. So later that night at home, Claire is reading in bed when her mom comes in and she's like, well, since excellence is expected, she bought her the white jeans. Oh, so nice. Very sweet. Claire's so excited. She jumps up on top of the bed, thanks her mom. In the morning, it's the first day of school. Claire proudly struts out in the kitchen, new white jeans, this T-shirt that says, good girls go to Orlando, bad girls go to Miami. Shocked. I'm floored. And the belt over the shirt as well. Well, you have to. Yeah. The belt had to be there. And Todd, her little brother, is like, so where do ugly girls like you go? And I'm like, this isn't what we should be focusing on. We should be focusing yeah. on how heinous, heinous <laughs> this outfit is. Because, like, you don't need money to have good style. Exactly. I agree. Claire, however, just – She doesn't I don't have know what she's money doing. or style, no. <laughs> um, but Claire, what are you, you going to do? Her mom tells her that the Block family driver is um, here and he's going to be taking her to school. His name is Isaac. So Claire goes over to this black uh, suburban. SUV. Yeah. yeah. And – gets in massey gets in too and she's like oh claire you scared me you can't sneak up on people like that i hate this girl's personality so then they ride off to pick up the rest of the pretty committee yeah and she makes claire get in the back they don't even fold the seats down they're like claire come on climb that chop chop yeah so they roll up to dylan's house the window rolls down and fucking Claire once again whips out her digital camera. No. To take pictures of people's houses. Not a good luck. Yeah. And this is where Massey is like, this isn't Epcot. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, Massey. I agree with you there. So Dylan walks out. Massey rates her outfit. She's wearing a Machino dress, Alice and Olivia jacket, Michael Kors handbag. She gets an 8.5. Uh, she does look really cute. I do actually really like this outfit. Dylan gets in the car and her and Claire like recognize each other. It's like, oh my God, like Massey, this is the girl who had the brilliant idea about the pants. Mm -hmm. And Claire is like, oh yeah. And then Dylan's friends came out like talking about some guy and Massey's like, oh yeah, those are my friends too. Massey is deeply insecure <laughs> and it shows. Oh yeah. And she's like, 
And FYI, that story is more last week than white skinny jeans. Just a stab, a stab in the back. Yeah. Massey talks to Dylan in the car, and she says that Claire's living with her in the guest house um, because her parents can't afford anything else right now. And I'm like, just blast. You, like, put her on blast so hard. Claire doesn't help herself at all, and she offers them (laughs) gummy feet. Gummy feet. Not gummy worms. Not gummy whatever. It's gummy feet. And Dylan's like, I don't eat sugar. And Massey's like, I don't eat feet. Ew. I do really like that line. <laughs> She's like, and I don't like feet. Slams the door. <laughs> so next they roll up to Alicia's mansion. We're, we're talking it's like huge. Um, what's that show called? Like Bly Manor or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just assume it looks like that. It looks like a haunted house. Well, actually, in the books, Alicia is actually richer than Massey. That makes sense. Yeah. The house looks insanely big. Huge. So they roll up and, um, you know, Alicia strolls on over to the black car wearing vintage Ralph Lauren and Massey gives her a nine. And Alicia's like, well, you're a full on 10. I hate what's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Massey's like Mo texted me when this moment happened in the movie when we were both watching last night really wretched Massey's like just wait till tomorrow and Alicia's like why because you get better looking every day <laughs> and they all sit at the same time in this very much not their actual voices. They're like, because you, you get, get better, better looking, looking every, every day. It's very wretched and very awful. <laughs> um, and then finally we get to Kristen's and she walks out in a yellow tracksuit, not looking too good. Mm-hmm. But by the time she's out of like eye shot, she takes off her overcoat, her tracksuit pit. Um, sweatpants and reveals a cute little blouse and jean combo so massey asked her like when she gets in the car she's like oh my god when is your mom gonna let you wear what you want and kristen is like well first of all why does it smell like first class airline food apparently dylan is on some sort of diet so she's eating a granola i don't really she's eating like some weird shit she's eating like (laughs) At one point, she has, like, cucumber slices. I, yeah. I don't even. I think she's, like, I started the circle diet yeah. today or something like that. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, And then she's, like, well, second of all, who's the stowaway? Alicia, this is the first time she's noticed that Claire is sitting in the back. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. She's, like, oh, my God, has she been there the whole time? <laughs> and Kristen is, like, do we like her? After Massey is, like, that's Claire. She's living in my guest house, blah, blah, blah. Do we like her? And Massey just says, no. It's out in the open. Yeah. So Claire, th- at this point, if I were Claire, I would start thinking. I'd be like, yeah. I'm either going to kill this girl. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, you kind of wonder. I'm like, Claire, I feel like that would be such a horrible blow. But Claire just seems so oblivious. Yeah. I mean, if it were me, if that happened to me, I would just be like, okay, I'm never speaking to these girls ever again. Mm-hmm. And I will go find some other friends because uh, clearly I'm not wanted here. I think I would be very emotional. I would want to cry. Oh, yeah. I would be super upset also. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so at school, the girls arrive 
and the car almost drives off with Claire in it. And Isaac is like, oh, sorry about that, Whoops. Claire. <laughs> I wish there was a bigger narrative about her being invisible. I think it would be yeah. more endearing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Shelby comes up to the girls and she's like, you know, we missed you at the party. It was unbloggable without you there. Oh, yeah. This is Elizabeth Gillies mm-hmm. also, who has like three lines in this movie. Yeah. And the girls are like, you know, something about like unwanted visitor- visitors because of the lice thing that Massey told them. What like a coded comment. Like, yes. Especially because she doesn't actually have lice. I would just be like, she doesn't. What? <laughs> she also doesn't have a shaved head or anything. Yeah. So I don't know why they would believe her. But Mm -hmm. I digress. This girl named Jenna comes up and she asks Massey about her NBF from Florida. What? New best friend is what that stands for. (laughs) Okay. Massey's like, that's false. If I had a new best friend, she'd be here right now. Juicy guitar girl walks by. What? Who punches? Um, I think it's Massey. It's like the juicy couture sweatsuit, no punchbacks. Yeah. Me and my friends did like incorporate this because we would use like a lot of the lingo from the click. Very interesting. I think maybe like once or twice we saw somebody wearing like a juicy sweatsuit because it was Singapore and like who's wearing a fucking sweatsuit. No one. Um, But when it did happen, we lost our goddamn minds. We were like, juicy couture sweatsuit, no punchbacks. Wow. It was a big moment. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So she does get to do the punch. Then Massey realizes that she lost an earring. And she's like, everyone at Fariz, I lost an earring. Meanwhile, outside the school, Claire is walking when she gets accosted by a boy on a skateboard, crashes right into her. He really does run her over. Would like break her back or something, honestly, the way that she hit the ground. And who is it? Oh, my God. It's Chris Abley. Mm. He's, like, taking off his helmet. He's like, I'm so sorry. I was rushing. My sister forgot her thermos, and I had to come all the way back here. Like, I don't even. The thermos. And he's looking at her, and Claire is just, like, goo goo gaga staring at him. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I'm Chris Abley. She's like, I'm Claire something just (laughs) whatever (laughs) so head over heels massey comes outside of the school looking for her earring and sees them chatting freaks the fuck out decides to throw her other earring in the garbage um it is a diamond that she's thrown away (laughs) she's like i can't wear one earring i'll look like johnny depp fucking charged up right now diamonds who cares (laughs) super pissed about chris talking to claire So Claire comes in, and she's like, hey, do you guys know where room 41 is? And Massey is like, sure. Go out those double doors, take a cab to JFK, and fly back to wherever the hell you came from. Okay. Lord. And Claire is like, I don't understand. And Massey. (laughs) What is not to get at this point? Yeah. And Massey says, did I invite you to my BBQ? No. Then why are you all up in my grill? And this is like Massey's trademark sense of humor. Throughout all the books, she always does like quips like this. So Claire is like, I don't understand. Why are you being like this? Again, very unlikable. (laughs) Yeah. Like what, Claire? What am I being like? Also unlikable. (laughs) Yeah. And Claire goes, 
I don't know, like a bitch. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and then like a a wave comes over Massey and it's like what? Like that Mr. Krabs <laughs> meme where he's like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Massey is like, what did you just say to me? And Claire's like, nothing. I I don't know, nothing. So her and the pretty committee walk away and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe she just called you a bitch to your face. Like, what are you going to do? And Massey's like, I don't know, but I do know one mm-hmm. thing. And that is that Claire is done, done, and done. Oh, Lord. Things are not looking hot for Claire Lyons. Claire goes to art class. And the teacher of this art class has taken it upon himself to be, like, the meanest, like, stereotypical gay man there ever was. Vincent. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember his quips. Honestly, they were just incredibly, like, sassy. Well, she walks in and she's, like, looking around her first day and he's just, like – this fucking bitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's like, I have to vet her. Yeah. So he's like, do you need an invitation? How about I send you an evite or something like that? And then when she finally like comes in, he's like, I'm Vincent. My likes are Broadway musicals, pina coladas, and long walks in the rain. My dislikes are tardiness. And I'm like, it's her first day. Like, relax. Psychotic. Relax. So he has her go paint next to Alicia. The assignment that he gives the class is to paint this pile of tomatoes in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and in the back, Alicia like crashes into um, Claire. And then she texts Kristen that Claire got her quote, period, end quote. <laughs> Claire walks up to Vincent and she's like, I made a mistake on my canvas. Like, can I have a new one, please? I'm I'm not good at this. I'm new. And he's like, mm-hmm. in life, Claire, you have to learn <laughs> to live with the mistakes that you have made. Learn to commit. And she, yeah, commit. So she like walks away and she's like, what the fuck? And Vincent sees a red stain on her pants. It's obviously paint. Yeah. But sure, go off, King. And he's like, um, here, take this nurse's pass and go to the nurse. And she's like, wait, what? What? And he's like, go to the nurse. Tell her. <laughs> Tell her why you're writing her a pass to the nurse. Literally. And like everyone's laughing at her. She's so confused. Alicia then or Kristen, somebody, somebody texts Dylan while she's in Spanish class. Yeah. And Dylan puts up her hand. And she's like, por favor, me permissiono, el bathroomo. Devastating. This is what a private school education buys you, apparently. Mm-hmm. So the teacher's like, yes, fine. Dylan goes out into the hallway where she gets some water from the Evian, like water coolers that they have around that the school. That was Evian? Yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah. And of course she runs into Claire and she's like, oh, you look a little lost, Claire. She's like, yeah, I'm supposed to go to the nurse's office. And Dylan's like, no problem. Like, just down this hall to the right, past whatever, whatever. And also, like, Nurse Adele is a little hard of hearing. So make sure you're loud when you go in there. And Claire's like, oh, my God, thank you. (laughs) Put two and two together. Yeah. So then Dylan texts Massey, who is in yoga class, saying, you're in for a laugh. 
And Claire sees this room, which is all windows and a glass door, and clearly sees people doing yoga inside, and yet still opens the door and shouts, Nurse Adele? Girl. She does that. You're bringing it on yourself at this point, my God. Her, the way that she acts in this movie, I don't know if it's just the blonde hair, but she kind of reminds me of a young um, Anna Sophia Robb. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Anna Sophia Robb could have easily played this role. Yeah. So, obviously, Massey's yoga class are like, what the fuck? They all start laughing. The yoga teacher is like, the nurse is on the other side of the school Mm -hmm. by the art wing. And Claire's (laughs) like, but I was just there. And she just says, namaste. (laughs) And all the girls laugh. Namaste. (laughs) And Massey takes pictures of Claire's jean stain, which, what do you do? Like, are you uploading those? Like, what are you you doing with those? So... Finally, Claire gets to the nurse, and when she turns around, the nurse tells her she has gotten her period. Claire is confused. She didn't get her period. Yeah. <laughs> she looks in the mirror and realizes that Alicia put red paint on her white jeans, and Nurse Adele comes back in, has this rack of amazing mm. designer clothes that's their lost and found. Some of them are in, like, dry cleaning bags, too. Like- yeah. Oh, yeah. So... She's like, you can pick whatever you want. The girls here wouldn't be caught dead in last season's clothes anyway. So Claire picks actually a very cute outfit for herself. It's like a little white top with like a flower embellishment on it and like a A brown jacket. Yeah. Yeah, And like some black pants. She looks good. People wear heels in this school. It's very alarming. Yeah. I'm like, you're 12. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) Insane. So Claire walks into the cafeteria. She's like looking around and Shelby comes up and she's like, hey, that's such a cool top. I had one just like it, but I lost it. Mm. So it's Shelby's top. (laughs) Meanwhile, the pretty committee are all sitting at their table and are like making fun of Claire. And Massey's like, anyways, lean in, ladies. I have something juicy to tell you. And Leisha's like, how many points is it worth? Because that's like a huge thing is like gossip points yeah. in the book. Like, I don't know what these points are like redeemable for, just like <laughs> social capital, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, no points. It's about me. And she tells them like all about her encounter with Chris Abley and that they need to do some major recon after school. Kristen is like super stressed. She's like, I have so much homework, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, It's the first day after winter break. Like, you're not behind on homework. But Kristen is really stressed about her women in the workforce project that she has to do. What class is that for? Yeah. I'm only saying because it's a plot point later on. Yeah. 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 Dylan is then like, guys, I feel bad, like, for Claire. Maybe we should pull up a chair. And they all look at her. And then they all burst into laughter. Just fucking horrible. Something like a kind-hearted person would say, Feeling kind of bad. Maybe we should pull up a chair. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty wretched. So after school, yeah. the pretty committee crouched behind this wall at Briarwood to catch a yeah. glimpse of Chris Abley. Dylan is eating straight from the grocery bag of cherries. And Alicia talks about their upcoming field trip to the MoMA. And then Chris finally emerges comes out of the building. That's Chris Abley. That's Chris Abley. They are so loud. Yeah. I I actually thought I was like, they're going to get caught, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> Massey stalks this man. <laughs> so that's what happens. She does. And they just duck behind this like um, random stone wall as Chris talks to his friend. 
and they're like freaking out and like giggling. I'm honestly surprised that like they don't have like a code name for him because that was such a huge thing in middle school. Like if you liked a guy, you would always yeah. have a code name for him and it would be something weird like a food, like a food or something. Like I remember one of my best friends had a crush on this guy and we called him Arms. Oh. That was like his code name because he had really nice arms. So she'd be like, oh yeah, like oh my god, Arms is over there, blah, blah, blah. And one time, two of my friends had like a class with him. Yeah, big, big, fat, juicy eggplant dick is walking our way right now. <laughs> but two of my friends had a class with him, and one of them accidentally like called him Arms like to his face. Like, hey, emergency meeting, new code name. <laughs> she was like, hey, Arms. And he was like, what? And she's like, uh, I mean, or whatever his name was. But yeah, so that I'm surprised that Chris didn't have a nickname. It would have been more realistic. After school, Claire is walking home on the side of the road. She's kind of like hobbling because of the heels that she's been wearing all day. Ouch. Isaac drives past her. All, he, like She can hear the girls like laughing in the car. She finally gets home, and her mom is like, Hey, how was your first day? Like, oh, whose clothes are those? Mm-hmm. And Claire's like, Oh, they're Massey's. Like, she has four backup outfits in her locker. Um, she wanted me to dress more like her. And mom is like, okay, um, well, then maybe we should return those white jeans, I guess. And Claire is like, about that. Actually, I spilled red paint on them in art class. I'm really sorry. Like, I know you spent so much money on them. And the mom is like, it's okay. They're just pants. It's not a big deal. I'm just glad that you and Massey are hitting it off. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And so Massey upstairs writing her State of the Union and just a little in and out list. The font is Verdana. And I was Verdana. like, Massey would never. She's like a Times New Roman gal. Like she's classic. Mm-hmm. Verdana, absolutely not. Unrealistic. Who did that? Who made that choice? Mm. So Massey decides to rant to her uh, her father. It's not. It's her dog. She's <laughs> ranting to her dog about how much she hates Claire and that um, she's trying to be buddy-buddy with Dylan and steal Chris Abley and steal her life. She may live on 4.6 acres of property, but it isn't big enough for the two of them. She has a special way of talking that makes me yeah. want to. Ew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on the list, the in – Topics are first day after winter break, red cherries, and Chris Abley. Out, hiding in bushes, diamond earrings, and Claire. 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 (laughs) Stephen. So the next day in the car on the way to school, Massey is commenting on how Dylan's lips are still so red from all those cherries. And Alicia's like, oh my god, I wish that my lip gloss would last that long. And Massey says that you can make a fortune if you sold, like, 24-hour lipstick, which you can now buy. That technology is available. So Kristen is like, oh, my God, that's what I should do for my Women in the Workforce project, a makeup company. And you guys can totally help. And they're like, oh, my God, that would be so amazing. Sounds like so much work. (laughs) Yeah. And Claire chimes in. She's like, what a great idea. And Massey says, a conversation between the taco and burrito, nacho. Anyways... It's like she she purchased a joke book yeah. in the sales section of a Barnes & Noble. She just spent hours studying, Crafting. memorizing. <laughs> so she's like, anyways, we'll make it all natural and edible, and we can sell it on the field trip to New York. 
I'm thinking about how they said they wanted it to be edible and what they end up putting in it. And I'm like, why would I eat essential oil? No. Yeah. So they're trying to think of a name. Dylan suggests the name Homeworks because it's homemade and it works. Brother, (laughs) it's also the name of something everyone hates. Yeah. Massey says that it makes them sound like losers, like Claire. And Claire pipes in and suggests the name Ambition. Not ambition, but glam vision. Yes. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Massey's like, okay, whatever. It'll do until we find something better. Glambition does sound like a mid-level marketing scheme. Yeah, like Carbon, perhaps. Yeah. And then Kristen is like, we're going to be so rich. And Massey says, please, we already are. <laughs> so they get to school finally. The girls get out and Claire is still in the car. Isaac turns around and tells her that there are more girls than just these at the school and that she should go find them. Yes. So at lunch, Claire sees this girl, Lane, a.k.a. Vanessa Morano, mm-hmm. sitting alone and asks to join her. Claire is also wearing a really ugly outfit. Um, Pretty devastating, yeah. But she is, I think she's trying. She looks like an American girl doll. Yeah, it's there's a lot going on. I wore something very similar to this <laughs> when I was in high school I think my freshman year there was this like mm. skirt I can't even discuss it but it was like an all blue outfit <laughs> yeah with tight skirt shirt in some sort of like cardigan situation yeah so Claire sits down next to Lane who has like um like one of those like stick on rhinestone like tattoo <laughs> things and Claire is like is that real and I'm like Claire what 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 is like is it is she have, is she have diamonds in her skin like yeah. yeah i gave my i gave my uh 12 year old daughter dermal piercings yeah in the shape of a butterfly so lane is like i got this at cvs for a buck 20 yeah i think you're right that the diamonds are real i was thinking more in along the lines of like body modification <laughs> yeah either way it's far-fetched absolutely and claire's like well i don't know like picasso's on the wall could be real and Lena's like, they are. Cool, 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 cool. We get it. Cool. They're rich. The school's filled with money. Yeah. So Lane talks to Claire about like how she's new here, blah, blah, blah. She offers her some oatmeal from her thermos. <laughs> Nothing in it, just plain oatmeal. <laughs> and comments on how after one day, she's already dressed like a total masochist. Masochist. I thought that was a little funny. Yeah. And asks if they're friends. And Claire's like, oh, yeah, kind of. And then she compliments Lane's purse, which apparently is also a stereo because she turns it on and it is extremely loud and every single person in the cafeteria stares at them. The pretty committee is disgusted. And, like, this is obnoxious, so I, too, would be annoyed. The pretty committee immediately gets up to leave and Lane asks if it's okay for Claire to sit here. Massey looks very pissed off, but Lane doesn't know anything, so Claire's like, uh, yeah. Um, you know, I just had to tell Massey, like, I couldn't hang out with her all the time. And Lane is like, she seems really jealous. Ooh. Yeah. Massey actually walks by them and, like, gives them the dirtiest looks. Yeah. And Claire ends up asking Lane if she wants to hang out on Friday. And Lane is like, yeah, I'd love to. So then later at the house, Claire is helping her mom unload groceries from the car when Kendra comes over and she's like, Claire, will I see you tonight at Massey's sleepover? And Claire's like, uh, 
I, I guess so. She's like, yeah, like she's having all the girls over. You should come. So Claire says yes. Claire decides to go into her bedroom and call Lane, make up an excuse about how she has to babysit her brother and ditch her. Cancel. Yeah. So then at the sleepover, the pretty committee are like trying on clothes that are going to be donated to the charity auction when Claire shows up. They're having like a great time until they see her and they're like, "Ugh, this girl. <sighs> Kendra comes in with boxes and explains to Clara that like this is for their annual charity auction. They do it to raise money for scholarships mm-hmm. to OCD. And Massey is like, I know one local charity that could use a donation. And so Kendra's like, Massey, kitchen now. <laughs> kitchen now. Yeah. And then the girls go to the cabana and like on their way, they like bump into Claire on purpose. Yeah. In the kitchen, Massey yells at her mom. She's like, how could you do this to me? Her mother reminds her that she said if she didn't invite Claire, that she would. So she's like, just be nice, you know, like a normal person. Yeah. Massey says that Claire isn't this nice, sweet, innocent girl everyone thinks she is. And Kendra's like, I know that there are two sides to that story. She's like, I know my daughter is a compulsive liar. (laughs) Massey tries to guilt trip her and be like, well, it would be nice if you took my side for a change. Yeah. No. (sighs) So she storms out and Kendra tells her that she needs to take Bean for a walk. Yes. So in the living room, Claire is sitting alone, like, holding some clothes. And Massey comes in with Bean and she's like, I'm going down to the cabana. Come if you want or not. In the cabana, the girls are playing Would You Rather. And Alicia says, would you rather be A, a friendless loser, or B, have tons of friends who secretly hate you? And they're all like, oh my god, option B, like, be all the way. Like, what? (sighs) Girls, come on. (laughs) So Claire comes in and they propose the question to her and she's like, I guess, option A. And Alicia's like, congrats, you got your wish. Brutal. So Claire obviously starts to leave because, dear Lord, but Dylan is like, wait, Alicia, that was really harsh. Claire, have you ever played Truth or Dare? So the girls are like, oh my God, Truth or Dare, yes. And Claire's just kind of standing there. So Massey's like, are you going to stand there all night? And she finally joins them. Massey goes first. She decides to pick Truth and gets asked if she's ever kissed a boy. And Massey says no, But after the auction, um, the answer will definitely be yes. Oh, my God. All right. And big aspirations. (laughs) Massey asks Claire. And Claire picks Dare. And she asks who she likes. I'm like, that's not a dare. That's always how it goes in middle school. It's like, if you pick Dare, it's like, I dare you to tell me who you like. Of course. Yeah. Classic semantics. (laughs) So Claire says she doesn't really know anyone here, but they like – Pry. They're like, come on, you haven't met anyone, no one at all. And so she says, I met this skateboard guy, Chris. Claire starts describing him a little bit. And Dylan is like, Chris Abley? The guy Massey was just talking about kissing. Massey looks so pissed. It's insane. So Claire's like, oh, is this your boyfriend? And yikes. Kristen is like, let's just go to bed. (laughs) So they clap off the lights. Yeah. So once the lights are off, Alicia starts making like fart noises with her hands. And she's like, oh my God, Claire, was that you? How embarrassing. And the girls all laugh. And Claire's like, actually, Leash, I thought that was the sound of your boobs right back together. 
which was like a huge thing in the books is that like that is a clever comeback yeah alicia supposedly has like these huge boobs so like i remember reading this in middle school and thinking like she had like double d's or something like that yeah but looking back she probably had like I think that she actually in the book like had C cups at most, which is like definitely big for 12, but yeah. So that was like a huge plot point for Alicia was just Mm -hmm. sexualizing her from a really young age. Uh, We love that. Yikes. (laughs) Obviously, Alicia gets embarrassed by this comment and she's like, let's just go to sleep. And Clara lies there for a little bit, but she eventually just gets up to leave. And Massey follows her outside and she's like, you don't have to go. And Clara's like, have to? I want to. Mm-hmm. And Massey's like, fine, whatever, and goes back inside. Yeah. A lot of tension. I would want to leave too. Yeah. In the morning, the girls are all lounging around Massey's pool when Chris ably rolls up to the estate with Lane and Claire goes over to talk to them and she makes like a – like just like a little comment about how Chris's girlfriend is inside. And Lane is like, no, she's across town. Her name is Fawn. <laughs> yeah. This is where we learn that uh, Lane and Chris are siblings. Yes. And yeah. that he has a girlfriend. Yes. So Massey has 0.095% chance of him. Yes. Yeah. And they've been together since like the seventh grade. So yeah. it's Big pretty plot serious. Points. But Claire does decide to fuck with Massey. So she's like, oh, Chris, I think you got a little something in your hair. And starts, like, caressing his hair. (laughs) And she's like, oh, looks like I got it. Massey is absolutely fuming. We then cut to later that day in the woods. Massey, like, rides up to Chris on her horse. And Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, my God, how could you come to my house and not even bother to say hi to me? And, like, why didn't you tell me that Lane is your sister? I love Lane. And he's like, since when? (laughs) She's like, since always. Liza Minnelli over here. And she's like, oh my God, we should totally invite Lane riding sometime. And he's like, uh, Lane does not ride. And she's like, I can teach her. I'm an amazing teacher. I'm compassionate, caring. He's like, and modest. She's really losing her steam. Yeah. <laughs> she then steals his hat. Mm-hmm. Says that she's going to auction it off, like at the auction. So he better show up. And he's like, Actually, the auction is my birthday. And she's like, oh, my God, what better place to celebrate? Anywhere. Yeah. When Massey gets back from her horseback ride, she goes up to Lane, who's leaving her house, and she's like, I have a lot to tell you. Cut to the next day at school. Claire goes up to Lane and says she tried to MySpace her last night, but it didn't go through. <laughs> oh, I Yeah, I can't even comment. <laughs> Lane is like – yeah, I don't have a lot of time right now. I have to uh, babysit my brother. And Claire's your, like... Your 15-year-old brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Massey pulls TF up and asks Lane if they're still on for Manny Petties. And Claire's like, excuse me? Since when did you become friends with Massey? And Lane is like, everyone wants to be friends with Massey, even you. Mm-hmm. So she knows that she knows that they know yeah. about the lie. Yes. So Lane then runs after Massey and she's like, Massey, wait up. Hey, Mass, Mass. And Massey's like, Lane, stop with the all caps. But but actually, though. Yeah. And she's like, I thought we were friends now. And she's like, mm-hmm, we are secret friends. Shh. 
So then Massey goes up to Kristen and makes like an excuse for why she was talking to Lane. And Kristen is like, whatever, we need to have an emergency glambition meeting after school. Mm-hmm. And Massey's like, well, I actually have somewhere to be after school and like lets Kristen believe that it's going to be because she's with Chris Abley and tells her that instead they'll all meet at Massey's place at five. So Massey goes to her mani-pedi appointment with Lane. She's sitting like in the little tub, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's sitting down. Her feet are in the little like basin. Yes. And so yeah. Massey um, sees Lane come over with her nail polish picks. Lane has picked out like <laughs> – 15 to 20 nail polishes and she's like yeah why pick one color when you could have each nail be a different color like that's not cute and quirky that's annoying and it's (laughs) annoying for the person doing your nails exactly exactly so massey is already not having it Mm -hmm. and then she decides to ask lane if chris has ever mentioned her and lane is like no (laughs) absolutely not Oh, yeah. Lane is, like, screaming from the water being too hot. It's, like... A lot. What's going on? Totally. And Massey just wants to, like, die. She puts up her magazine and, like, slumps in her seat. Meanwhile, at Massey's pool house, the pretty committee is all waiting for her to show up. And Claire comes by to swim. And the girls, like, at first make fun of her swimsuit. I think Alicia's Mm -hmm. like, Claire, are you a bird? No. Then why is your suit so cheap? Cheap, 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 cheap. And Claire is like, actually, Alicia, it's an original Astrid from Brazil. I'm surprised you didn't recognize it. And she's like, um, I've heard of Astrid. And Dylan says that she read an article about her in Teen Vogue. You know, Astrid. You haven't heard of it. <laughs> and Claire's like, you mean him? So the girls are like really annoyed that Massey is so late for this meeting. And Claire like jumps into the pool, like onto one of the floaties. And they're like, oh my God, that looked sweet. And she's like, you guys should come in, like have some fun while you wait. And they're like, okay, just for a little while. And they all like jump in the pool with her. And it's like a cute little yeah, fun, fun friendship bonding moment. Apparently this was their last day of filming. So they were just like having a really good time. All hanging As out. teens, yeah. But of course this moment is cut short because Massey comes in turns off the music and she's like what is going on here i thought we were having a meeting and they're like well you were an hour late (laughs) and she's like i wasn't late i was lost in the woods thank god chris abley was a boy scout (laughs) yeah yeah thank god i wasn't fucking eaten by a bear thank god chris abley is a sniper in the u.s military (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God, like, thank God. What if something happened to you? And Kristen's like, yeah, we would have never finished our project. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Massey makes fun of Claire's swimsuit. They're like, it's an original Astrid. And she's like, unless Astrid means, like, low rent, bargain basement, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't think so. So the girls all leave. And Claire starts crying. Just Mm -hmm. horrible, horrible, horrible times. Yeah. So Claire goes into the kitchen. Her mom is like, are you – like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Clearly she's not. Like, she's trying to figure out what's going on. But Claire refuses to tell her what's been happening. And her mom finally is like, okay, is this about Massey? And 
she's like, it was just a misunderstanding. Like, it's nothing Ugh. important. And her mom is like, okay, then you need to talk to her right now. And Claire mm-hmm. is like, please, after dinner. And she gives her an ultimatum. She's like, either you talk to her after dinner or I'm going to go talk to her myself. Later that night, Claire goes to Massey's house. Um, Kendra answers the door and Massey's out walking Bean, but she says she's welcome to wait for her. So she goes into Massey's bedroom, which I just want to talk about briefly because in the books, like it's described as her room being all white. It was like modeled after some sort of suite in like a Las Vegas hotel um, where like the only pop of color was like one green apple in the room. So her room is supposed to be like pure white. And Lisey Harrison said in the book that her friends call it the iPad. And this actually predates the iPad. Um, so Steve Jobs did steal the content for the iPad from Lisey Harrison from no. this book. Confirmed. <laughs> You're joking though. No, it's, it is legit. Like I remember when the iPad came out, I was like, oh my God, like Massey's room. But do you think he knew? Probably not. I mean, he did have daughters who, like, probably would have been, right? Did, did Steve Jobs have daughters? I actually mm, don't, know. I don't know. That might be a lie. Probably not, but somebody cut Lisey her check because she said it first. <laughs> In the movie, however, it's a lot more, like, cream and beige tones. Yeah, it's not that stark. But anyways, Claire's marveling at how amazing Massey's room is. It is gorgeous. And she hears, like, the eye m like notification mm-hmm. so she checks her computer <laughs> okay and <laughs> yeah to make yourself at home and it's an im from alicia being like oh my god how funny was that at the pool about claire as massey claire messages back saying like oh my god leash like i love claire now like we're totally bff she's so cool i'm gonna go hang out with her right now <laughs> yeah and alicia's like Oh, what the fuck? And she's like, by the way, thought of the cutest outfit idea tomorrow. Tights under denim. And Alicia's like, what? Yeah. And Claire's like, don't freak. I saw it in Teen Vogue. Tell Kristen and Dylan. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> so, of course, the next day they go to pick up Alicia. Claire is wearing tights under denim. Massey mm. makes fun of her. And she's like, are you auditioning for Peter Pan? I hope you get the part. And... Alicia walks up also wearing the outfit. Massey is disgusted. Mm-hmm. And Alicia's like, uh, where's your outfit? I thought we were going all teen vogueish today. So first disconnect. <laughs> yeah. Next night, Claire's like, I need to do this again. I have so much power. Mm. Massey goes out to walk Bean and Claire sneaks into her room again. This time, though, she I am still in. And Todd sneaks into Massey's room, too. Oh, my God. To read her diary. (laughs) Um, Dylan is asking for fashion advice for the auction. And Claire, again, again, ruining friendships. She's fucking diabolical. It's pretty pretty low. Um, She messages Dylan and says that her thighs are a little too big for that skirt. Just horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. And in the morning when they pick up Dylan, Dylan is wearing a crazy outfit. like Yeah, like a bag lady situation. Huge boho skirt, some sort of odd hat. It's not looking too good. Everyone's like, what? And Dylan is like, it's laundry day. Poor Dylan. I feel like she gets the worst uh, treatment from Claire's whole plan. Yeah, she like 
made her feel awful about herself. Yeah. And like that stuff sticks with you when you're like that age. Mm -hmm. So the next night, Massey is looking all over her property for Bean, who's missing because Claire has hidden him inside her house. Mm -hmm. She can buy more time. She gets to Massey's room and I am Kristen about like, LOL, can't believe Dylan's outfit today. Meanwhile, Todd is like putting his grubby little hands all over Massey's shit. Like wretched. Looking at her pictures. Yeah. And Claire yells at him to stop. And he's like, she's like a million pictures, but she doesn't have any without her annoying friends. And Claire is like, well, if this works, then Massey will be without her annoying friends soon enough. So then back to chatting with Kristen. Kristen is super stressed about getting an A for this project. And Claire is like, why do you need an A so bad? Kristen doesn't want to tell her, but Claire offers to trade a secret for a secret. Yes. So finally, Kristen agrees. There's like a lot of back and forth happening before. Yeah. Claire, as Massey, says that she's been hanging out with Lane and she actually likes her. Kristen is shook, of course. And then she reveals her secret, um, which is she's really worried about grades because she's poor and she's on a scholarship and she doesn't live in the Montador building. She lives in the apartment building next door. They're probably like middle class. Absolutely. Upper middle class. Like <laughs> they're like Kristen's poor. For real. And she's like, Massey, promise you won't tell, not even for gossip points. Then, of course, of course, Claire hears Massey come into the room. She's like, holy fucking shit, I, I can't be caught right now. <laughs> Hides under the bed with Todd. Yes, yeah, so Massey hears an IM, goes over to her computer, and sees, like, just a message from Kristen being like, please don't tell the other girls. And Massey's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And Kristen is like, forget it. Nice, Mass. And Massey is like, oh, whatever, storms out of her room. <laughs> She's like, ah. <laughs> and Claire's like, okay, we have to do something. We can't get stuck here all night. So she makes Todd sacrifice himself and go out to, like, get caught. She's like, you can play, like, the little brother creeping on the hot neighbor angle. That's him, though. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the role he was born to play himself. So begrudgingly, he agrees he just, like, stands in her bedroom when Massey comes back in in, like, a robe and screams at him. And he's like, this isn't the guest house. And she's like, what is going on? Goes off to find her mom, and they manage to escape. Yeah. The next day at school, Massey shows up for tennis, and she mentions how she's trying to get a restraining order for Todd. <laughs> she's like, get some forms in her hand. <laughs> and then the girls start to turn on her. Yeah. Alicia makes a comment about how she's been hanging out with Lane and, like, that's her new BFF. Dylan makes a comment about how she, like, gave her body dysmorphia and yeah, Kristen is also upset. Oh, yeah, because Claire oh, offers to give yeah. Kristen her spare racket and Massey's like, since when can't you afford your own racket? And Kristen's like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Devastating. So... After the girls eject Massey, they invite Claire into their foursome. Massey's like, you would pick Claire over me? And they do. Absolutely. Yeah. And they walk off and they're like, oh my God, like she's such a loser now. Like she deserved that. <laughs> like, Look at that ugly little bitch. <laughs> Massey's just left to play squash by herself. So 
at lunch in the cafeteria, Massey walks in, like, trying to figure out where she's going to sit because the pretty committee plus Claire are all at their usual table. Lane offers her a spot, and Massey is like, um, have you seen Jenna or Trisha? And Lane's like, I just said you could sit with us. And Massey, like, explodes at her, and she's like, I wouldn't be caught dead sitting with you. She really does say that. And Lane is like, wow, you really are a bitch. And Massey says, no comprende, I don't speak loser. And Lane says, no hablas bitch. Mm. Then Jenna is like, Massey, you can come sit with us. And she's wearing a Briarwood hat a la Massey earlier in the movie. So clearly a trendsetter. Um, So she goes to sit with Jenna and Shelby. And she's like, love the look. And the pretty committee like all laughs at her. And after school, Massey tells Isaac everyone is in detention, um, but we actually see the girls walking off together, laughing, and Massey's like, just go. Yeah. Alicia, Dylan, Claire, and Kristen decide to go to the mall, and Alicia brings over a huge selection of dresses. She's like, you have to get one for the auction. And Claire says she already spent all her allowance on a Chloe handbag. And I'm like, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? Yeah, she's even like, it's the one that Lindsay was carrying when she got that DUI or something like yeah, something ridiculous, ridiculous like that. Um, so Alicia's like, oh, don't worry, I'll pay. And gives Claire her old <sighs> oh cell phone because she says they can't hang if they can't reach her. What? Oh my God. <laughs> Dylan is like, oh, we should go to my house after Claire's like, you know what? I really have to be home by five. And then they're like, come on, Claire. (laughs) Nah. And she's like, all right, you know what? It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. So then we get the makeover montage. Do you remember this dance move that they do? They're like, oh, yeah. It felt very uncomfortable. Is it like a single ladies reference? I don't know. Like, I don't. Yeah. But. They're having a ball. They're doing her makeup. They put, like, curlers in her bangs. And, like, she tries on all the different outfits. They all make her look like she's a 30-year-old woman. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they're not even making her look cute. They're making her look like a news anchor. Yeah, like, at one point, there's this one, like, cream ensemble that she's wearing where it's, like, a cream, like, shirt with, like, a high-waisted pencil skirt. But, like, Mm -hmm. the shirt isn't tucked into the skirt. I'm just like... You look like you work in HR. No. What's happening here? Not good. But in, in the end, they pick out this little black dress that she's wearing with a beret. <laughs> They're all very excited. They're dancing. A great time is had by all. Clara then struts into her house, like, carrying her bags in tow, talking on the phone. She's like, Thinking she's so cool. Seriously, Leash, this was, like, the greatest day ever. And Mom is like, where have you been? And like yells at her. That's so funny. And Claire's like, relax, mom. I went to the mall. And she's like, where the fuck have you been? Like, we, <laughs> I've been looking for you. Like, I sent your dad You're out to find you. You're on the back of the milk carton right now. <laughs> Literally. I sent your father out to find you. Connect the dots. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I called Lane. I called Massey. And she's like, you called Massey? What'd she say? And the mom is like, that you were probably out with Dylan, Christian, and Elise. I love your Alicia. impression of Claire right now being like, oh, you called Massey? Massey, what did she, what'd she say? say? That's so funny. And 
That's so funny. <laughs> she's like, she has an Australian accent now. <laughs> she's like, I need a dress for the auction. <laughs> I need a dress for the auction, mate. So, <laughs> our deepest apologies to our Australian fans. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate. The ruse got to me. I've got a call on my back right now. Craggy. So, <laughs> Claire says that she needed a dress for the auction. And the mom is like, what, from BCBG? Like, we can't afford that. What, from fucking Gucci Fendi? <laughs> She's like, relax, mom. Alicia paid. It's not a big deal. And the mom is like, it's a huge deal. This is. She doesn't have a job. She is giving you her parents' money. <laughs> yeah. And Claire basically kind of like goes off on her mom and she's like, we aren't in Florida, mom. The gap doesn't cut it here. And her mom is like, well, your attitude doesn't cut it here either. And if you continue acting like this, you won't need a dress for that auction because you won't be going, which is something my mom would totally say. I just think it's so funny. Like, I need a dress for the auction from fucking BCBG. Literally, the only reason that I know that BCBG is a brand is because of these fucking books that I read at mm-hmm. age 12. So Claire is like, ugh, and storms off. Yeah. Then Massey is just in her room, desperate to talk yeah. to her friends. Damage control time. Precisely. She tries IMing Alicia, Dylan, no response. And she finally messages Kristen and says that. She knows she doesn't want to talk to her, but all the Glambition um, lip gloss tubes were sent to her house. And since she wants an A, you know. I don't know if we said earlier what their IM names are, but Kristen's is Sexy Sports Babe. That doesn't sound okay (laughs) for like a middle schooler. No. Dylan's is Big Redhead, I think. Big Redhead. Yeah. And Alicia's is... Ola girl. We get it. She's Latin. <laughs> yeah. And Massey's is Massacre, like Massacre. That's treacherous. Yeah. So later that night, Kristen shows up to pick up the tubes from Massey's house. And Massey's like, yeah, there's four different flavors in there. The Dylan, Alicia, Kristen, and Massey. But you can throw out the Massey's if you want to. <laughs> and Kristen's like, are you seriously trying to make me feel bad for you right now? And Massey's like, well, yeah, because you guys completely ditch me for no reason for Claire. Mm. And Kristen says that she's the one who decided to be all buddy-buddy with her in the first place. You told Alicia that right after you called Dylan fat. And Massey's like, I never called Dylan fat, which she actually didn't. Wait, does she say at least not to her face? (laughs) She does. She immediately follows it up with that. Oh, I like maybe I blocked that out. Um, But Kristen's like... Look, she called me right after at 10.01, and Massey says that two nights ago at 10.01, she was out looking for her freaking dog. So they go back and forth about how Massey was IMing and her pretending not to remember Kristen's secret. Finally, they put two and two together. (sighs) Yeah. Massey figures out that Claire was the one who has been IMing her or been IMing the girls from Massey's computer. 
So then we get the four-way call from hell. Kristen calls Claire. You ever been on a call and a girl's like, oh, hey, I've been here the whole time. No, I've never been on like oh, a four-way, just like phone call. But yeah, so this this four-way call is happening. Kristen calls Claire. Dylan and Alicia are on the line too. And Claire's like, oh my God, I've never been on a four-way call before. How fun. And Massey's like, actually, it's a five-way we know what you did, Claire. Claire. So here is a message for you. And so Massey sends Claire an IM saying, you're not only done, you're well done. Mm. So in the kitchen, the girls begin baking, concocting <laughs> their makeup line. And Massey doing still more damage control, making sure they're all under her, like eating from her fucking spoon. She mm. gives them these pink lab coats for Glambition, and they start mixing. Um, Massey asks – she kind of like spitballs what she should do for Chris's birthday. And since it's the day of the auction, you know, like mm-hmm. how she should approach it. Dylan suggests making a cake and says that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And then Kristen piggybacks off that, and she suggests jumping out of a cake – yeah. Massey's like, I'm going to do that and better. Yeah, because they're like, you could wear a cute outfit when you pop out. And she's like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So then Claire comes in in the middle of this conversation and she asks to borrow an egg because I guess her mom needs it. Yeah. Massey's like, oh, an egg? Catch. Push. <sighs> Immediate yolk to the chest. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. So Claire runs to the guest house, straight to her room, cries on her bed. Mm-hmm. As one does. Her mom is like, what happened? And Claire's like, leave me alone. But mom is like, no, I let it go last time. You need to tell me what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And Claire's like, it's everything. She hates me. She's been making my life miserable. At first, I wanted her to like me, but now I just want her to stop picking on me. And she says she tried everything and she did some things that she shouldn't have because she thought it was the only way. So Claire's mom says that you can't make someone like you. You're only in charge of your own actions. And it sounds like maybe some of yours weren't so great either. I'm like, sure, but like they bullied your daughter. Yeah. Really horrible stuff was said to her. Mm -hmm. And done to her. Yeah. Her mom asks what she did, and Claire's like, you wouldn't understand. And the mom's like, right, because I was never 12, which I actually really liked that line. (laughs) And um, the mom is like, well, whatever you did, you have to make it right and just be yourself. Like, yeah, mom, you were 12. Did you have cell phones then? White skinny jeans? Okay, graphic tees? No. (laughs) There was no I aming in when would the mom be 12? Like 70s. The 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Cut to class field trip. Claire asks Lane if she can sit next to her. And Lane lets her. Claire apologizes about the sleepover and ditching her. And she says that she really just wanted to be a part of Massey's group. Lane does understand. She says that the only reason people find them so special is because they believe that they're special. So it's really it's true. about the power coming from within, you know, manifesting. It's truly like a fake it till you make it. For sure. Situation. Which I think is even true now in your 20s oh, and yeah. like further. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Massey gets everyone's attention on the school bus and she introduces Glam Bishan. So Kristen, the CEO, stands up and explains like everything about the brand, how it's all natural, blah, blah, blah. They hand out the samples. All the girls are trying on the gloss. They're super into it. I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but there are two mentions earlier in the movie about the recipes that they want to use. And Kristen is like, oh, this one uses lavender oil and this one uses peanut oil. And Dylan's like, well, don't use peanut oil. Massey's allergic. Yeah. But they did end up using the one with peanut oil. Yes. (laughs) Because Massey wasn't listening when they were making it. And obviously, since a peanut allergy is like the most common allergy in the fucking world, all these girls' lips start burning and they're like swelling and it's looking pretty fucking awful. They're trying to figure out what's going on and Massey's like, who here is allergic to peanuts? All the girls raise their hands. So many people in that bus are allergic to peanuts. (laughs) Yeah. So she like turns around and grabs her phone and that's when Claire gets a text saying oatmeal, it'll help with the swelling, read it in Cosmo. So Claire's like, Lane, give me your oatmeal and has all the girls like smush it on their lips and it helps with the allergic reaction. I don't think that the science on this checks out. I'm like, Well, oatmeal is anti-inflammatory. It's true. I remember Avino has this like oatmeal bath. Mm. You can soak in to soothe like eczema. I don't know the exact effects of cooked oatmeal on your face. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like, I don't know if this like resonates with you, you know, putting like a cream on a bug bite and the cream kind of right. like soaks up the oils. Yeah, yeah. Type situation. I just don't know if it would work on like an allergic reaction like that though. Yeah, I, I – <laughs> No idea. Because peanut allergies are pretty severe. Like, your throat can close. Like, you could need an EpiPen type of thing. Yeah, and it's on their lips. I really am not sure. Yeah. I think that would have been a more gruesome scene. Yeah. EpiPen. Murder. EpiPen. <laughs> it turns into Heather's. Kristen goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. So, at the hospital, Kristen goes up to Claire and thanks her for the oatmeal trick and also mentions that she's glad she told Claire her secret mm. instead of Massey, okay? Yeah. Then Massey calls out to Kristen. She's, like, handling some sort of situation with this allergic <laughs> reaction shit. And Lane and Claire walk off together arm in arm. So then we go to the auction. Everyone is boozing and schmoozing. Mm-hmm. Claire sees Lane, compliments her outfit. She's wearing, like, a... Like a dark dress with like a hat and like a little shrug. That she is. Yes. And that's when Chris and his girlfriend Fawn come up and they like have a quick chat. Claire wishes him a happy birthday. They walk away and she's like, wow, Fawn is gorgeous. Not even Massey can compete with that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, speaking of Massey, back in Massey's bedroom, all the girls are primping when Massey comes out in the ugliest outfit I've ever seen. This looks like a bad (laughs) ripoff. Of Sandy's like final grease outfit, but like not not even because she's wearing like a like an ugly purple skirt. Well, it looks like eighties, like the skirt, like with the frilly purple. Yeah, like a peplum skirt and her side ponytail. Yeah, and she's wearing a shirt that says "I heart Chris Abley," and it's like tied at the bottom, so yeah. she's showing like some midriff. Her midriff. It's really not. Yeah. 
it's not it. Yeah, but the girls are like, oh my god, you look amazing. They like completely gas her up about how she's definitely going to have her first kiss tonight. She's like, and maybe my second and third too. Okay. Back at the auction, Lane and Claire see Dylan, Alicia, and Kristen walk in. And Claire goes up to Alicia. She returns the dress, the phone, and Alicia tells her, nice job trying to oust Massey. You got closer than I ever did. (gasps) So there have been previous attempts at an insurrection. Oh, yeah. Alicia is like, her thing in the book is like she's always the beta mm-hmm. trying to be the alpha. Tragic. Yeah. So Claire goes up to Dylan next and she says for what it's worth, she would have rocked that skirt that she wanted to wear today. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dylan thanks her. Very forgiving. Yes. Then she asks where Massey is and Kendra announces a very special birthday presentation <laughs> for the one. The only, Chris Abley. They roll in a gigantic cake. Like, how much money was spent making, like, making a seasoned construction worker, like, make this? Oh, yeah. I also just can't imagine asking my parents, like, hey, can I have this giant cake made for, like, my crush? I can't imagine asking my parents, hey, can you stop your auction (laughs) so that I can make a fool out of myself? In front of a guy yeah. <laughs> in a, in a and crop like, top? Sure. <laughs> None of it makes sense to me. No. So they roll in the giant cake, and Claire finally realizes what's happening. So she runs up to the stage, grabs the mic, and jumps on top of the cake. And she's like, so um, happy birthday, Chris. It's so awesome for you. Maybe <laughs> – Fawn would like to say a few words. Fawn, Chris's girlfriend. Chris's girlfriend, Fawn, to the stage. Chris's girlfriend, Fawn. The girlfriend's (laughs) name is Fawn, to the stage. Chris's girlfriend, Fawn. Yeah. And, you know, she gets up there and starts talking about Chris while Claire wheels the cake backstage. Once they're safely out of sight, Massey comes out of the cake and she's like, he has a girlfriend. She's super embarrassed. And like on stage, you see. I would be too. Yeah. On stage, you see Chris go up and like kiss Fawn. And she asks Claire if it's possible to die from embarrassment. Yes. And Claire is like, if <laughs> if that were true, I would have died a long time ago. Massey then asks why Claire like helped her out because she didn't need to do that. And Claire is like, because I'm not you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did some bad things. True. She then says, it was you who sent me that text about the oatmeal, wasn't it? Like, why did you do that? You could have been the hero. Massey says that, like, Claire doesn't understand. She's like, look how easily my friends left me for you. You're a major threat. And Claire is like, little old me. me? What are you talking oh, about? Me? Don't make me sing. Oh don't, my God. Don't make me sing. <laughs> you think I'm a threat? <sighs> okay. Then yeah. she's like, Massey, can I take a photo of you for my little brother? I literally, not until we were just talking about it while doing this podcast, I never understood like why this happened. I was like, that's so weird. But it's because Todd comments on how she doesn't have any pictures without her friends. And he like wants a picture of her alone. Oh, that's why she takes the photo. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I was always like, that's so weird and, like, creepy. 
I thought Claire wanted to like document Massey um, being nice for once, but that makes oh, more maybe. sense. Yeah. So she takes her photo and Massey like hands her this rose from a, a, like the table, yeah, whatever, yeah. and says that she would pick A2. And Claire's like, what? What are you talking about? What? And she's like, I'd rather be a friendless loser than have a bunch of friends who secretly hate me. So later that night, Massey is at her computer. She's doing her State of the Union. Out, Cake, Chris Abley, and Claire. In, Oatmeal, Gummy Feet, and (gasps) Claire. Yes, and we get a nice wrap-up ending in Claire's room. Her mother asks if she had fun at the auction and who the flower is from. Claire says it was Massey. And she's not sure how long it'll last, but hopefully a while. And her mom is like, the flower or Massey? And Claire says, both. 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 <laughs> and, and that's, that's the click. The click. <laughs> wow. What a, what a ride. Shout out Bangable Productions for giving us this film. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank you, Tyra. I wonder what Tyra Banks thought when she saw the movie for the first time. I remember because I had the DVD that like there was all this like behind the scenes like stuff of like Tyra talking about the like the books and the series and stuff. Wow. Damn, I need to go back and find those. I'm so interested to see. Yeah. It's definitely a sign of the culture of that time and what teenage girls acted like. Totally. The context. <laughs> I mean, you could tell it was like pre-cyberbully era. Era. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't remember that it was so awful. Like they really <laughs> treat Claire like yeah. a shit. I just know that now you could never get away with that stuff in school. Like, No, no. The people who did it would be either suspended or like – Whatever. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about the click is like originally Lisi, the writer, had kind of wanted to show like, I guess like, I actually, I don't even know if like she wanted to show that like bullying is bad. Yeah, I don't know. Because like the girls are so aspirational. Like when you take in this content when you're like 12, you want to be like the pretty committee Mm -hmm. and they like always win at the end. So like they're the heroes and like they're kind of totally horrible behavior is really glorified. I'm interested to hear your take. Cause this is something that they talk about on the podcast girls like us mm-hmm. about kind of like the queer undertones between Massey and Claire. I don't see that at all. They're like kids. I can kind of, I can kind of see it like the, the like obsession that they have with each other. It's interesting that you say that. Cause I didn't think of that at all. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt like there was nothing that differentiated the relationship between Massey and Claire from, like, any other mean, popular Mm -hmm. girl to, like, you know, a less popular, like, loser girl type trope. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just didn't see anything, like, particularly special that would tip me off to that. And I also don't think, like, the director or the writer put in anything like that. Yeah, I don't think that anything was really intentional that. In that way, um, I can't understand where that kind of reading of the text comes from, especially like having seen on TikTok, like a lot of women who like women talk about when they were young, like they had this like intense, like either hatred or like 
big desire to be someone's friend. And like, Mm -hmm. then later on when they grew up, we're like, oh, it's because I had a crush on her. And like, I didn't realize it at the time. So I could see how that kind of like the viewing of the text could come across. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to see a movie that had that, that was like two girls that hated each other in middle school or high school and they were actually gay. That'd be so cool. Totally. But yeah, I mean, I I loved these books in middle school. Looking back, (laughs) they're not amazing. Uh, Lots of problematic stuff in there. Sure. But it was cool to get to like read about these girls who were just like so exaggerated, like over the top, like dripping in wealth. Like I was so fascinated by it. You definitely, as a kid reading these books, get a secondhand, like, I feel like I'm, like, in your click by reading the books. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's why I was, like, drawn to it and why a lot of the girls I knew wanted to read it because it was, like, mm-hmm. if I read it, like, it's almost like I am it. Totally. It's definitely the screenplay from what I remember is very mm-hmm. similar to the book, like, they yeah. pretty much yeah, did. Yeah, it's, it's a solid adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does that mean the writing <laughs> spectacular? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was definitely entertaining to rewatch as a 25-year-old. It definitely brought me back to middle school in a big way. Yeah. I was like, oh, one, I was a bitch. Two, I was also bullied. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I kept watching it. This is really aging me and I'm not even old, but I just kept watching it and being like, if my daughter acts this way, I will like, it's unacceptable. Yeah. Like if you think about the girls that were mean to you or just like the girls in general at your school Mm -hmm. who are known for being mean, like, would you want one of those girls as your daughter and like to have someone who is like that sick and like twisted? No. Oh my God. No. I feel like everybody's like internal issues it all stems from like middle school. I really do feel that way as well. Yeah. Like those, that time, those memories stick with you in such a big way. I think it's because it's, it's that transition period from childhood to adolescence and puberty. Everyone just gets really, really mean, really fast. Mm -hmm. Like nothing is okay. Everything is always like bad. Like I feel like even aside from school, you're just like yelling at your parents yeah, the hormones are raging. Like everyone feels weird about their bodies and like uncomfortable, and you're trying to act like grownups, but you're kids, and it's just pretty like wretched. pretty awful. Oh my time. god! If you had like a good time in middle school, let me know what that was like because yeah. I certainly did not. I did. Oh my gosh! Let us, yeah, movies that raised us at gmail.com. Yeah. Please let us know if you had a good time in middle school. Also, if you ever ate lunch in the bathroom because of bullying, same girl, same, let me know. Uh, Hit us up in the email. Oh, I never did that. I did have to do that. I did eat lunch in, um, like, my favorite teacher's room Mm -hmm. because I was like, I can't. Oh, yeah. All my friends, like, exiled me, uh, so I had to eat by myself in the bathroom for a month until the other girls in my class were like, you can hang out with us. I was like, thank you. Damn. Clearly I'm over it. Uh, didn't stick with me at all. <laughs> Lord, I did get kicked out of my lunch spot once by um, this girl. I had, like literally don't know why she was so pissed off. F- did find out later that she was gay, like later mm-hmm. on in life. But <laughs> the point is, 
I think I like commented on something she posted on Facebook or something. Mm -hmm. And I like, it was a little annoying, but I didn't think it was the end of the world because like we were friends. So I was just like, I commented or something and I commented again. And then she's like, stop commenting. And then I like commented a couple more times. Like she was like, I'm getting notifications or something like that. I guess I just thought it was like a joke. Like I thought that we were both in on the joke. And then she was like... (laughs) Mariah, like, no one likes you. No one thinks you're funny. Oh, my God. Like, you shouldn't sit with us tomorrow at lunch, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? I was sobbing. And my mom asked me what was wrong. This this did remind me of the movie. My mom was like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And I was like, nothing. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, something is very wrong, but you can't Mm -hmm. tell your parents because then you feel like a fucking loser. Yeah. It's so hard. It would be more devastating to tell them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell my parents what was going on. Hey, your daughter's a loser. (laughs) Yeah. Girls don't like me. (laughs) Sorry to break it to you. Yeah. Uh, We're good now. Yeah, we're fine. We're we're doing great. (laughs) We have so many friends now. Um. Yeah, I I do think, although this movie is, like, very grandiose and, like, kind of ridiculous, I do think that it does do, like, a fairly decent job of showing how hard middle school is and what it's like. Should we rate it? Yeah. I'm going to go with a five. I'm also going with a five. Perfect. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not not cinematic genius here. No. But it does – it is a movie that raised me. Yes, same. So – yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. Um, I would I'd recommend giving it a rewatch if you haven't seen it in like since middle school, especially. Yeah. It's pretty it's a wild ride. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Izzy, so much for uh suggesting it. Yeah. I'm glad that we were able to finally do it. I definitely had a fun time. I did have a good time discussing. Watching. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of fodder here. Oh yes. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcast we'll give you a shout out in the next episode yes and you can follow us on instagram it's movies that raised us you can shoot us an email movies that raised us at gmail.com yes you can follow us on tiktok at movies that raised us pod and you can follow us on twitter at mtru underscore pod i'm mo and i'm christina and our theme song is by garrett schmidt bye, bye.